Let's go. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hi, welcome back to the pod. This month we're talking about Skyblazer on the Super Nintendo, plus the Mario movie Google Stadia Mortal Kombat Grapple Dog, and Tibbs has made an exciting new purchase. Come join us for episode 47 of Podomar. Welcome to episode... I briefly forgot what episode we're on now. I think it's 47. Let's go right. with 47. 47, yes. Welcome to 47 of Bottom Up. Uh, I'm Ollie. That man is Tibbs. Hello, Hello Tibbs. Tibbs. Hello. Uh, hello. How are you? I'm okay. Good. Are you okay? I'm all right. Yes, I'm fine. Good. We're all we're all fine. We're, we're recording in the afternoon again today. Feels weird. It does feel weird. Yeah, feels a bit weird. But um, what have you been up to? Um, Been playing some games. Um, I've got to be honest. Mm. I haven't played as much of the book club game as I would have liked. But naughty corner, Tibbs. Naughty corner. Get in there. I, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought Steam Deck. <gasps> no way. Yes. Whoa. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. It or well, it kind of is. I mean, I say I bought it. I whacked it on the credit card, uh, okay. so I'm gonna have to I have to be stressed about that for the next sort of seven <laughs> or eight years. But... Okay. <laughs> oh, cool! What inspired that then? Um, well, I actually had it on pre-order like way back, like when they announced it. I put in a pre-order. You had to put down like four pounds or five pounds to reserve one. Okay. And I completely forgot about it. Um, yeah. it was it was a week before they went on general sale. Um, I got a message through saying, "Oh, your your reservation is now available to purchase if you like." Oh, right. So I was like, "So you hadn't committed to it then? You you could back out." Oh, at that point. oh you could back out. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, yeah you, if you backed out, you got your four quid back, and that was it. Yeah. But it just been on there for so long. I I completely forgot, and I'd ordered it. Okay. So I thought, mm, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see what it's like. It's for the show. It's for the show. For the show, yes. More than anything. It's quite an expense for the show, but yeah. I thought, okay. write it off as a business expense. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised, we're not a business. We're but not a business, then it was no. done. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, the, I've, I've been a little bit distracted with okay. that. So, That's I have played the game, but I haven't, I, I didn't complete it. No, I didn't complete it either, no. But it's, no, it's quite it, a long game. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, what a lovely bit of care. Really? It's really nice. Well, awesome. Um, played Stray on it. Yeah, runs like a dream, like Beautiful. a little catty dream, a handheld, amazing. It's it's pretty powerful, isn't it? It's, it's so good. Do. Yeah, it's so good, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, like, well, like I've mentioned before with PC gaming, I've kind of taken a back seat on it because my laptop couldn't run anything. Yeah, anything really half decent. Um, so hopefully with the Steam Deck, I'll be able to, you know, play a few more PC games now. Yeah, well, it's a big, it's a big library that opens up to you. I mean, you can sort of play most things really, apart from the console exclusives. Pretty much everything's on, on Steam yeah. really. So yeah. And for emulation, man, it's oh, a, yeah. it's superb. Like, have you or are you planning to just put a different operating system on it and just play anything, or are you just no. sticking to the Steam library? No, no, I stick. To, I stick to the um, the built-in operating system. It's mm. it's like a really super optimized um, version of Linux that's, on there. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so it runs games really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it uses a um, a thing called Proton, which is like a. Um, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, it, it, it's a sort of compatibility layer, so it lets you run. Um, Windows applications on Linux or Mac or whatever, mm. um, and it sort of converts it. 
I've, I mean, I've used similar things because my main, my day-to-day operating system for years, I've always been Linux. Yeah. So I've, there's a similar technology on there called Wine, um, which lets you run certain Windows applications. But it's it's really good software, but it's kind of a bit flaky. There's lots mm. of there's lots of caveats to using it. Proton just runs like a dream, honestly. Wow. I haven't I've encountered one game out of my existing Steam library that didn't work with it. Mm. Everything else, Windows exclusive games, you know, uh, big sort of AAA games as well, like Halo, Stray, and yeah, these big yeah. big ticket games, they run just as good as they would on a an actual native Windows operating system. I'm really impressed. Oh, that's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I guess it, you know, because it's all a Steam thing. I guess it just there's no problems like installing things. Like sometimes when you do it on a PC, you've got to mess around with whatever it is, Windows distributable something or no. other, just to get things working. But I'd imagine it all it's all just goes like no. as if it were just a normal console, I guess. Yeah, it does it. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just like a normal. If you you plug it into your TV, like a, you can get little docks for them, or you can just yeah. plug in like a, a generic USB dock. All right. Um, and it comes up on the tally. It's just it, it, the experience is just like a console. So mm. you just press it, it downloads it, it installs. If there's any, um, uh, like you say, the um, Microsoft V, C++, redistributable, or all these sort of things that you have to get installed first, Microsoft.net, all yeah. that sort of rubbish. Yeah. Does it all for you. Um, it, yeah, it's re- it's really great. Um, if you, It's also got like a desktop mode, so you can switch into desktop mode and you actually get a full Linux desktop on there. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you can use, and it is just a proper um, Linux KDE desktop, so you can yeah. use it like a, a computer, browse, word process, all the normal stuff. Yeah. But it means you can access all the, f- the files for the games as well, so you, um, uh, any mods you want to do and stuff. Of course, um, yeah, yeah. You know, there's all, you can do all the mods and things. Mm. Um, I, I love it. It's really, it's, it's one of the best sort of console gaming things I think I've ever bought. It's really, really nice. Mm, yeah, it's a definite um, sort of contender now with, um, you know, in the new console generation, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah really good. And it, it's really comfortable. I can't... It? Uh, yeah, it's really nice to hold. Mm. Like, the Switch, my hands cramp a bit. If, if I use yeah. the Switch for too long, Yeah. Um, I do get sort of cramped hands. But not with this. It's, it's oh, tailor-made. Mm. It's funny because some parts of it do look a bit odd, like how close like the uh, the the, the um, D pad is and the analog stick is to the edge. But I guess that it just it makes sense when you're holding it. I guess. Oh, d- totally does. It, yeah, mm. it makes complete sense when you're holding it. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I'm really impressed with it. Um, so I'm going to get the most out of it before the credit card company repossess it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perhaps we should start a, a like a GoFundMe for your yeah, uh, Steam Deck. I, yeah, yeah, we, we might need to start getting some advertisers on board. Yes. Get, a, get a Patreon going. We can't pay for the Steam Deck. Pay for Tib's Steam Deck. <laughs> pay for Tib's financial indiscretions. Yeah. Okay. We'll start a Patreon, and we can put like videos of you just playing on the Steam Deck, just to you know, just so people can get something back. We'll, we'll do a little photo of me looking looking a bit bit sad holding a Steam Deck. A Steam Deck in one hand and a credit card in the other. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, so yeah, um, that's I've been messing about with that a lot. Um, but yeah, like emulation-wise, it's really good. Mm. Um, like what was I think it was, it was Super Mario? What's the one on the Wii U called? 3D World. Uh, the Wii U emulator you playing? On? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a video of that running, so that's my project today to get Super Mario 3D Land, 3D World, whichever one was on the Wii U, yeah. to get that running. Mm. Portably, because I've seen videos online and it runs like perfect, like it yeah. would on an actual Wii U. So that's my Fantastic. that's my project for later today. See if I can get that going. Yeah, I haven't even been brave enough to tackle like Wii U and PS3 emulation on my computer. I think it can probably do it to a reasonable extent, but I don't know about perfect. But yeah, it's uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that'll be able to do it. Yeah, uh, there, there mm. is a PS3 emulator on uh, mm. available for the Steam Deck, but I think it I think that's a bit beyond what it's capable of doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking some of because I use um, uh, I forgot what it's called now the, the 360 one, and that runs like some of the Xbox Live Arcade games quite well. Like I did Banjo Kazooie on it, and that ran flawlessly. So I'm I'm thinking the PS3 one might be good for 
you know, some of the smaller PSN games and things like that. Yeah. I don't know about the bigger ones. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I give it a full full recommendation. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. Very good. What about you? What have you been doing? Um, I've been playing a bit of uh, Grapple Dog. Oh, yes, yes. Which uh, you very kindly uh, gave the Steam Steam key to me when you were doing your Steam key bonanza. Yes. A couple of months ago. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it's like, if you haven't seen it, it's like a 2D platformer where you play as a little dog with a grappling hook. It's really nice. Yeah, it's a lovely, it? cha- yeah, it's a lovely yeah. charming little game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very nice. I love the just the general flow of it. Like you, you know, you, you grapple hook and you swing along and you grab something else. And I, I love platforms that just have that sort of flow and momentum to it. It's really good. I must say, I'm I, there are parts of the momentum system that I'm still struggling with, like particularly the springy blocks. They tend to just force you into a direction. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting them to be more like Sonic Springs, where you, you you've got can, a bit of freedom you, with it. Yeah, yeah. You basically maintain your horizontal movement, and you can do what you want. But these tend to, tend to force you in one direction or the other, which is never quite clear. I can never quite predict what they're going to do. So I'm still struggling with that, really. But other than that, it's a really good fun game. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing some of the games I got on the PS Plus thing when we did Stray last month. I um, we mentioned then I signed up to the PS Plus trial which uh, extended to a month, so I've been playing a few games on that just to try them out, really, as de- more than well, demos, really, more than anything else. Um, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Oh, yeah. It's the, that's, they did release it a few years ago now, but it's a spiritual successor to sort of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it's Castlevania all but name, really. Yeah, that? it is. Yeah, I, I really like it a lot, but I can't get past the first boss. Like, really, really strong. <laughs> I've tried so many <laughs> times, and I'd like to buy it, but I just think... Am I actually going to get a game out of this and not a demo? Because <laughs> am I ever <laughs> going to beat that? And if I do, how much tougher is it going to be after that? So it's one of those things. Do you ever get games like that where you think, I really want that, but I don't think I'll be able to actually play it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuphead is another one for me. I really want to get Cuphead. Yeah. I, re- it, I really wanted to like Cuphead, but I played it. I've actually, I did actually buy it, but on, on the day it came out, because I would. Yeah seen all the um, previews in the run-up to it and I thought, oh, that looks really good. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, it's so hard. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I really want to uh, just try it, but I just, I'm just going to waste my money. I, I'm basically going to pay for a demo, I think. I, is it is it like an age thing? Is it like if we were still at school and we, Cuphead was the only game we had for six months, yeah. we'd just plow into it and we would be experts at it but with being adults and all the other things that oh, yeah. pull our attention away i don't have time to to just try and get good at something i don't yeah. have time for that if it's not to you know if i'm not making a decent amount of progress I, I just won't be able to commit to it i think yeah it's not as being bad at it and you know if anything it's as being too good at other things in our lives you know <laughs> that's, that, that, that's the it, yeah. thing yeah <laughs> yes that's quite right yeah yeah um, what else have I been playing? Um, oh, yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales gave that a quick go. That's like the sequel to the Spider-Man game I played a few years ago. That's that's pretty good. More of the same, really. Um, Kiwi, that's quite a fun little kind of co-op coordination type game where you play as two Kiwi birds and they, they are taking control of like this telegraph office. So they've got to jump on the different like typing things to type out the message that you get and then they've got to print out the message, put it in the backpack of another animal that then runs off and it's kind of like this coordination thing, you've got to get it all right and you can, you can do two players or you can control, you can switch the control between the two Kiwis it's I've never fun. heard of this game <laughs> it's quite cute, it's one of those charming little sort of indie kind of fun games, yeah look it up, it's quite cool yeah. Kiwi, key uh, like Key, the lock key and then we. that was quite fun and uh, God of War I gave a little bit of a go the, like the, the not the new new one, but the 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 old new one. The old new one, yeah. I played that very briefly. I played the tutorial, got a bit stuck on opening a gate, and I gave up. But the thing that really this there's a really silly thing that irked me about it, and I couldn't stop thinking about it after I seen it. Right at the beginning of the game, your Kratos is the name. Kratos, of your character, yeah, is it? yeah. He's chopping down a tree. The very very beginning, he's chopping down a tree, and the tree falls. And I know he's supposed to be a big bloke and everything, but he picks up this tree and it's he the way he picks it up is as if it's inflatable like, there's no weight to it at all like, i know he's supposed to be really big and tough but he literally just picks it up as if it's full of air and it really bothered me i'm like because everything else about it looks like amazing obviously super realistic i was like wow this looks incredible and then he just like whoop. well i mean 
he, he is the god of war, you know. I know, but it's just... It just know, doesn't it look just like seemed... it's got any weight to it at all. No, no, it just kind of... I, I would have just had, had him, like, heaving... Because it's pretty... I mean, it's pretty impressive anyway to just pick up on an entire thick tree trunk. This isn't like a thin one. It's a really big, thick, meaty tree trunk. Uh, so it would, just for him to pick up and put it on his shoulder with some effort would have been impressed would have impressed me enough. But yeah. I don't know, just it's gone too far though. Too <laughs> far. I, I, no, I don't believe that. No. That ruined it. That ruined, it yeah. ruined the realism. Took it's you a right bit like it. it's a bit like when we were talking about wrestling and that was it was like yeah. that invisible hand grenade thing. It's like, no, no, oh, you're taking no. too far. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go along with you for a certain amount, but if you're <laughs> chucking invisible hand grenades around, that's that's me out there. Oh, did you ever look up that invisible hand grenade? I bit? didn't. No, oh, I should God. do. Yeah. Oh, nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Uh, yeah, um, that's all really I can think of. Uh, I've played a few other ones, but uh, I can't can't think what they were now. Um, I did play through because um, there's another 30th anniversary that we, uh, we haven't mentioned. We Everyone's mm. talking about the Sonic 1 and that. It's Mortal Kombat. Oh, right, yeah. Mortal yeah. 30 years of Mortal Kombat. 30 so years, wow. Okay. I played through Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11. Okay. Uh, the story modes on, on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. lovely. Works, oh. works all beautiful. Mm. Um, they're really good. They're really good mm. games. Um, all right. The, the story mode, because, I mean, you know, everyone knows Mortal Kombat and, the, you know, the controversy that was around it back when it launched and all that. It's got this reputation for being this sort of super violent game. Yeah. And the new games are like grotesquely, comically gory and violent. <laughs> I was going to say because, like in the old days, they were sort of just a bit silly kind of violence, wasn't it? It was like these sort of obviously it kind of had um, used like photos of real actors, didn't it, to, for the sprites? Yeah. And it just kind of looked a bit because it was like splats of blood flying everywhere. And my friends always played it. I never really got into it because it just looked a bit kind of dumb to me <laughs> do you know what I mean? just like really sort of stupid um so i i i quite liked when they talked about the story and stuff i quite like the story and i quite like the the movie as well the old oh movie. the movie yeah the, the yeah yeah but um I, I never really got into the games and it's always struck me that when they go into 3d and like the do it modern i think it, it might, i thought it might just stop being not so goofy and stop being like really quite grotesque and horrible and just not something i'd want to ever look at but no, they, there is a lot there is a lot of grotesqueries and and horrible things on there like um with uh, mortal kombat uh nine and ten you get these x-ray moves that you can use uh, i think you can use it once a match you um you build up your special bar and if you hit the two shoulder buttons you do an x-ray move and basically you see an x-ray sort of cross section of your opponent and you're like punch him in the face and you see all the the skull sort of splinter and shatter in like an x-ray view and it's all slow motion and super gory and everything lovely yeah um but it's still like it's so goofy that you can't really get offended by it. Like um, uh, in Mortal Kombat 11, Johnny Cage, his fatality is he will punch his hand through his opponent's body, rip them in half, and then use them as a little ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> he, he tells he, he tells a joke. He goes like, oh, oh, um, what did you do, Johnny? And he goes, oh, I just did what you told me to. That's not what I meant by the splits. And then, the, then the crowd boos, and a tomato flies and hits the the opponent in the face to get hit with a squash tomato, and that's his that's his fatality. So it's like it's like super gory, but it's okay. like really so it, it hasn't it, lost its sense of humour then. No, not at all, not at mm, all. It's 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 just really enjoyable. It's really enjoyable, yeah. and I really like how they've um they've really fleshed out like the the mythology and the characters and the mm. story mode. It's it's just pure comic book goofiness but it's actually really quite compelling like by, by okay. you 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 know by the time you're sort of two or three chapters in you're actually quite invested in in the story and hoping you know the good yeah. guys win and the bad guys lose and hmm. yeah it's really good it's really good i enjoyed my time with it um i was hoping that for like the 30th anniversary they'd announce you know a new mortal Kombat, um which they did uh and it's going to be a mobile game so yeah. that immediately sapped all my interest in it. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, now I saw you tweet about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. just uh, this. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's celebrate with a mobile game. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you'd think like I we criticised. Well, I we yeah. I would say it's fair to criticise Sega for you know the lackluster celebration of Sonic's anniversary. Yeah. I think it was a bit delayed. That's it was the problem. a bit delayed. It's, it's like happening this year rather than last year, really, isn't it? Yeah. With all the stuff. Yeah. But you know, I I thought they could have done a you know made it a, a bit more of a, a better effort and. I had the same criticism about Tomb Raider when they um, yeah Tomb Raider's anniversary, which I would completely forgive you if you forgot it was even a thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think you mentioned it, and that's all I heard of it. Really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I think them them big ticket event was they were releasing a Tomb Raider cookbook. That was that was the big <laughs> celebration. It's like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Mortal Kombat one, you know, it was a, a like a one minute video on YouTube with a few clips from the games over the years and a mobile game. It's mm. like, just don't bother. Just, you, nah. just put a tweet out saying, oh. We were going to give you a mobile game, but we decided it was it was a bit rubbish, so we didn't bother. We didn't bother. But, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That'd be better than actually releasing a mobile game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I would say, yeah, any, if you're interested in um, Mortal Kombat, I would definitely give the newer games a try because they, they're, just, they're just big, daft fun. News. Oh, um, news. Uh, the, news. Um, fishing game. What's it called? Oh, the big catch. Big yes, catch. big catch. That was not only was it fully funded, it reached all of its stretch goals. Yeah. Um, and it's, we're getting a Switch version as a result. Yeah, lovely. How awesome is that? Yeah, this was the incoming indie we talked about last month. If you're not sure what we're talking about, so you can go back and listen to that. But uh, yes, yeah, lovely, lovely 3D platformer about a fisherman. Yeah. I backed it. I, I backed, backed it. it as well, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So cool. So we'll be getting that. Awesome. That's next year. <clears throat> Elsewhere in the news, um, Google Stadia. B- bit of the dust. Oh, it? yes. Mm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your tweet, and nothing of value was lost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, well, I mean, it's only good for preservation, really, isn't it? It's all good for, you know, to discourage more companies doing only online, you know, server based gameplay of everything yeah. would would be a, a good thing wouldn't it? and there is that? there is one game that's been completely lost now um i can't uh, remember which one it is it was a stadia exclusive and the developers have said they they've got no intention of um releasing it on other platforms it's just <laughs> that's it it's gone now yeah it's just gone <laughs> great Never mind. yeah no nah. we could release it on other platforms but nah, we'll nah. just yeah let it be a, a lesson to uh to never do this again well yes but you know they will like, some, i'm gonna say like xbox yeah. what's it called x cloud project x cloud yeah. and the playstation have got their own streaming one now at the moment it's not it's not positioned in the same way that stadia was um no. but I, I think the specter of cloud gaming hasn't quite disappeared yet no no i expect not um <clears throat> but i think it it needs that infrastructure to to actually work in in the first place and you know not i think not enough people have access to good reliable internet really to, no. to make it work properly i mean there's, there's no, loads and, of videos about people like trying it and just start pressing a button and like three seconds later the move would happen and things like that so that's just... the thing that i didn't hear talked enough about with um google stadia mm. they because in the aftermath of it, everyone was putting up videos on youtube and stuff talking about it and a few channels were showing some of the uh, very early interviews and discussions with Google when they were um, drumming up interest for it. Yeah. And the the subject of latency came up and Google said, you know, they've got the, the best technology, you know, the best servers, latency is not going to be an issue, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And part of the reason for that is the way Google Stadia worked, it would predict your inputs to try and count yeah to try and counteract um the latency so it will be making inputs into the game that you weren't making yeah it, how can it predict your i mean it's basically playing the game for you essentially yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so you think i don't oh, think that works they're thinking of a movie or something where it's a predefined thing like doing the frames before you see them you know yeah. it's not, that's not the way a game works 
Google. No, it's it's not at all. <laughs> and even if the prediction was really good, I yeah. don't like it as uh, no. on principle. I I want to play it's the awful. game. I, I don't want the computer playing the game for me or guessing what buttons I'm going to press. I don't want that. I don't think it's possible. I'm thinking of just a normal platformer like Skyblazer, for example, the game yeah. we'll talk about later. How is it going to? I could do. I could move around that level in any number of ways. How is it? Can it possibly predict that? It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Is you know, it the the whole thing is flawed. You know, from the start, I don't. You know, I'm mm. I'm gl- I'm glad it's gone. I may it never darken our door again. Yeah, was there, was there something about the controllers like the the potentially they won't be able to use use them for anything else? See well, something like that. Yeah, I think because I think the controllers are linked specifically to you know the the Google servers, mm. um, and I don't think there's been any plans announced because they you you could basically just repurpose them as normal controllers if there were if the firmware allowed. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Google have announced any plans to to do that. So unless the community comes up with some kind of hack or exploit to um, you know repurpose them, mm. then it's just tons and tons of e-waste basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, You've got a controller-shaped paperweight. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so yeah. not only is it gone, you know, and and not a thing anymore, it's just left a load of e-waste lying around. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've still got my on my on life. Yeah, the on life thing and yeah. Yeah. Uh, the controller for that. Would you want that bad little controller? But you can't mm. do anything with that. That's just sat mm. around in a box. It's irresponsible. It is really. It yeah. is. You know, and because you know, I can understand them. You know, if it was an active service, they don't want people using their controllers on other systems. I I don't yeah. agree with it, but that's the way companies think, and nothing's going to change that. But if you know the service is shutting down anyway, they're not losing anything by just opening up the controllers to let anyone use them for what they want, are they? No. You know, exactly. it's, it's literally no it's just... no negative for them at all by doing that. No. Um, and they had to give back the money people spent on buying games through the service. Yeah, right? yeah, they yeah. yeah they did. They gave everyone a refund, and to their credit, they didn't have to do that because I know no. Life didn't do that. Mm. So yeah, to their credit, that is is good, but it is the only the only morally correct thing to do when you're charging <laughs> people for games that they don't physically exactly. own or have any rights to. Then oh, it was. I mean, being a service that you pay for on a subscription is is one thing. That's that's understandable way of doing it, but making you pay for the games on an individual basis in some cases, it's just uh, that always seemed fair. I would not have done that. Well, no, <laughs> it, you know, imagine if Netflix had launched and said, right, it's, it's yeah. 10 quid a month, plus every film you watch will be 20 quid. Mm. No one would, no one would, <laughs> you know, it just wouldn't, it would never get off the ground. But for games, everyone's like, oh, well, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh well, so let's not talk about that again. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah, that's me wiping my hands of the whole thing. Um, Mario movie. <clears throat> oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, that looked quite good, didn't it? I it thought. did look quite good, actually. Yeah, I liked it. I think I, did like... lot, I think there was a lot of undue skepticism towards uh, that before before the trailer was released. I think, but I think it, you know, I think it works well. Like I said, when we when it was announced, I don't think just a whole movie of Mario jumping around going yippee woohoo yay would have it would have worked as a movie I don't think so no. I think you've got to have some sort of voice acting in there. yeah for sure and I think a lot of people well not a lot of people but there was a noticeable amount of discussion saying that um, Charles Martinet should have been the voice actor for it yeah. um, the guy who does the, the actual voice I hope that mm. yeah, is his name in it Charles Martinet yes I think so yeah um, but I think it was um Retro Electro, I forgot the, the gentleman's name, the guy who's been on oh, our show. Vic. Vic, Vic. yeah. Hmm. Um, he tweeted and said, you know, quite rightly, a whole film of, it's me, a Mario, yeah. ooh, ooh, Luigi, you know, it would have been yeah. uh, quite great. It works in little cutscenes yeah. amongst the game. It doesn't work as a two-hour movie. <laughs> For a two-hour movie, no. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, it would be very easy to be all sort of cynical and oh, yeah. a load of rubbish, but I thought it was all right. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of Mario's voice, but it's, you know, I think, what else could they do? There's a fine line, I suppose, because these days, you know, accents and things, people get a bit upset about them, don't they? 
Yeah, they do, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you can see why they would want to just go play it straight and have Chris Pratt do his normal voice rather than putting on like a Italian accent and things like that. And that's the thing, it is just Chris Pratt's normal voice. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't expecting anything anything other than that, to be honest. Given, no. you know, I think if it were released 10, 20 years ago, you might have seen something different, but the climate for things like that is a bit different these days. So, um, yeah. I really I like Bowser's what... voice. Is that Jack Black yeah. doing it? Yeah. Yeah, Jack Black doing it. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought he'd be quite good at that. Yeah, um, it did, did look good. I like the general humour in it, that that bit with all the pen, the, the Mario sixty four penguins. There's chucking snowballs <laughs> and it zooms out and it's just <laughs> making no impact whatsoever. Do yeah. you yield? <laughs> yeah. I do not. <laughs> I think it'd be really good. I think it'd be full of humour. Yeah. I think uh, so. When's it? Uh, it's next April or something. I think isn't it's it? next April. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll all go and see it. Me and me and the family. Um. Yeah. I yeah, really I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was a bit sceptical because the, the animation studio doing it, I'm not a particular fan of the guy. Oh, doing, right. The one that, you know, they do the minions and all that kind of thing. It's not really okay. my cup of tea at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was I was really pleasantly surprised. I think it looks like a, a, a good fun film. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, very, very true to the games as well. It's got, you can just take one look at it. You can see all the... It's literally just the games translated into a movie, you yeah. know, isn't it? So, um, oh, I yeah. didn't like Toad's voice. I like um, Toad. To, I like Toad to have his little gravelly, squeaky voice. <laughs> I thought it sounded quite similar. I can't think now. Yeah, I can't do a Toad voice, but he's got that kind of like ah, yeah, ah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound like him at all. But <laughs> I don't know why they didn't hire us to do for Toad's voice. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> what yes. does Toad sound like? I'm trying to think now. Yeah, it, let's go. Ah, something ah, like that. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. Good, good work, Nintendo. You're, you're, doing, yeah. you're doing a, you're doing good job. Keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll we'll check it out. Yeah. Incoming indie. I got another incoming indie for you. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. So remember last episode when we were talking about why Nintendo don't make new F Zero? Yeah. Again, this there's a guy who's done it. Basically, oh. uh, it's called Aero GPX. Uh, it's being kickstarted right now. Um, I think it's almost, or might even by now, have been funded, and it's got like loads of days left. So obviously, people are pretty keen for this. Uh, so yes, a futuristic racer, very similar to F Zero. It's got a demo out, which I tried a couple of nights ago. Very nice on Steam. Uh, particularly F Zero X on the N sixty four is particularly similar to. Mm. So it's got a nice sort of cell shaded look as well. Uh, I was going to say, just looking at it now, nice yeah. cell shady. Yeah, good. Very smooth looking. Um, lots of crazy tracks, big cylindrical structures to go around, you know, things like that. Um, very simple, nice little soundtrack. Um, it's like, you know, 30 races on screen at once, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, but I mean, a lot, there's been a, quite a few futuristic races, but not many of them have been particularly like F Zero. So, this is the no. most F Zero ish one I've seen. They generally try to sort of mimic Wipeout, I think. More Wipeout, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, this is uh, a bit refreshing in that regard. Mm. So, yeah, it looks really nice. If Nintendo it does won't do look it, really nice. Yeah, some other guy will, and he's done it. I assume it's just one guy. I, I think it's just one guy, but it might be a little team. So I don't. Aaron McDevitt. That's the guy. Aaron yeah. McDevitt does what Nintendo don't. Indeed, yes. What Nintendo won't. Won't we? Yeah, Nintendo won't. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? It's smooth. It's yeah. smooth like a quail's egg. Look at that. Very, very nice. Yeah, go and check it out. Aero GPX is the name of the game. I'm still looking at that Kickstarter page. It's got a guy on there who looks at he, one of the characters. He's like Dr. Octopus, but he's just got like little power cables hanging at his back instead of octopus arms. That's quite good. Mm. Yes, I think it's going to have like characters like F-Zero does and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That is good. How much? How much? 20 quid. $20. 18 yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Give the demo a try as well. See if it's your cup of tea. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Right then, um, Skyblazer is what we're talking about this month. Yeah. Little SNES platformer, we're going to talk about that after the break.
Video Game Book Club. Hello, welcome back. Today we are talking about a game called Skyblazer. It was developed by the by Yukiote. I think is how you pronounce it. Um, published by Sony ImageSoft and released exclusively for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in January 1994 in the US, February in Japan, and March in Europe. Um, as you'd imagine, being a relatively obscure SNES game, it's not exactly going for peanuts on eBay. <laughs> Loose cart, I think, is about 75 quid. Um, box, you're looking at about two to three hundred pounds. Yes. So uh, yeah, give it an emulation. Such a shame about SNES games and, and the prices of them, isn't it? Yeah, it's... yeah. I mean, all, all retro games in general, but SNES is yeah. particularly SNES hard. Is, but yeah, yeah. This the, the Nintendo tax, really, isn't it? On a, yeah. You know, the older your Nintendo system, the more you're going to pay. Yeah, it's a c- complete aside. But hmm. I was looking at um, I will be considering. I was considering getting Splatoon three. Yeah. And I looked it up. It's like I don't know, like forty quid or something. Mm-hmm. And I thought. Just out of interest, I'll just see how much Splatoon 2 is going for at the moment. 40 quid, second hand. <laughs> yeah. Does that make any sense at all? No, not really, no. It's, no. Uh, it's only Nintendo games that this, this phenomenon happens to. It's they so strange. They seem to maintain, Nintendo first-party games maintain their price until the console um, gets replaced by the next one, and they'll dip a bit, and then they'll go back up again. Then they just go up, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, the best time to play any Nintendo game is maybe a year or two after the console's been replaced by the next one. I think probably because yeah. the Wii U games, are, I think, are starting to creep up again. They're now. starting to creep up again. But a bit for there. a while, you could get you know Smash Brothers for tenner or something like that. You know things yeah. like that. So that's the time. Yeah, but um, we're long past that with the SNES days, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, um, I hadn't. I well, I said on the last show that I'd never heard of this game before. Yeah. Um, I was mistaken. Um, I realised when we got to a particular level on this that I had heard of it before, and I think it was on Ang- Angry Video Game Nerd. Okay. Or something like that. Hmm. Um, with someone getting very frustrated with a, a particular stage. Okay. And I think that was the same stage that I got to and got very frustrated with. Oh, right. Okay. We'll talk about that in a sec. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, a 2D platformer. Um, you play as Sky as he seeks to save the sorceress Ariana from Ashura, the Lord of War. So, yeah, it's it's quite a nice sort of simple little character. He's like a boy or a young man, got kind of a yellow and blue suit of armor kind of thing. Uh, you can do quite a few different things. He can, um, he can climb walls and go up and down. He can punch, kick. Um, he can fly to some extent in certain levels. He's got, well, the whole game's got kind of an oldie sort of worldy, a bit Zelda-esque. So it's that sort of setting for mm. the for the levels, and you can also there's also like a, a magic meter, isn't there, for for particular moves that you can get. But yeah, yeah. So how did you get on with it? I quite I like I quite liked what I played. It kind of reminded me. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you'll agree with this. Um, do you, have you you played Strider? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It kind of reminded like the platforming, but the way he handles it was kind of like half sort of Ninja Gaiden and half Strider. I think it yeah. reminded me of. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Yeah, and I, I quite like that. I, I would have liked. I would have liked a lot. You know, maybe the levels a bit more. Not like Metroidvania, but a lot, a lot more opportunity to use the flipping and because, like, yeah. some of the levels, it felt like it was a bit the obstacles to get over. But I would have liked something a bit where you could. If you really learned all the mechanics, you could do like really tricky things and get mm. over, you know, a bit more acrobatic. I think is what I'm trying to to get to. Yes, but yes, I think it, I think it handled really well. Um, yeah, I I I, I enjoyed what I do, what, what little I played of it. Yeah, for my for my sins, but that's all right. It's um, it's we said just in the break. It's about 17 levels. Mm. Um, it's fairly forgiving. It, it, there is a fair bit of difficulty in the game, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah. there's a world map, a bit like a Mario map, uh, that connects all the levels, and you go along, and you get these little temple things, and that's your sort of your save points. But you've got unlimited uh, continues, really. So if you lose all your lives, you'll go back to that save point. But unlike Mario, you don't have to 
do the levels again that you've already completed after yeah. that save point, so you can go straight back to the next, the level that you were on, uh, which is quite good. So you can keep trying. There's a, an old man in there that sort of doesn't really seem to like you very much. No, I'm just <laughs> He's not very nice to you, is he? <laughs> what was the other game we played where the person that would like does like your your mentor or someone or you just didn't like you and berated you the whole time? Uh, Katamari Damacy. Yes. 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 Quite same vibe. I, I quite like it as a as a sort of a, a trope. It's quite a nice. It's quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> to have someone constantly putting you down, no matter yeah. how well you're doing. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's kind of got this these potion things where you can uh, replenish your magic meter, and throughout the game you get different abilities uh, to do. I think it's the, the Y button for an ability. So things like a forward dash, firing a projectile, healing yourself was the one you get later on, turning yourself invincible. And you get quite a few as a through the course of the game. You get them by beating bosses in certain levels. And you switch between them with the, the side triggers on the controller. Um, I, ca I do often forget about them, though. I, I tend to just punch and kick my way through a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff. I don't know about you. Yeah, kind of just brute force it. Yeah, I did find the collision a bit um, unforgiving, a bit brutal. Like as you as you get further into the game, you notice this more and more. There's it's almost as if they've drawn the collision box just completely around the sprite, just to fill it in completely, rather than a smaller box in the middle to give yeah. you a little bit of forgiveness. It's just it feels with most enemies like a whole box is drawn around them, and you can collide with them just by like the box your box and they the corner of the, your box and their box touching each other you didn't and you feel like you didn't even really touch that thing it was just the edges of their boxes and that's a that's a that's a collision yeah it, it's okay in the first few levels but it does get a bit annoying especially later on you find you've got a health bar but some things take off one health and other things take off more than one health and even kill you immediately and there's not much consistency to the, to those things like bumping into an enemy will take off one but getting zapped by their projectile thing will just kill you immediately and which kind of makes sense in a real world scenario like if you've if there's like a bad guy and you bump into him from behind you're not going to get as hurt as him turning around stabbing you but <laughs> but in a game you kind of want that sort of consistency you kind of want to know if you're going to take a risk and go and jump towards a bad guy and try and jump over him you kind of want to know how much health you're going to take off if you yeah if you incur the, their wrath um and it was quite difficult to sort of jump ahead and predict that i found yeah and also the the punch and kick move you kind of have to be really up up close to them for it to be effective for like, it to register yeah yeah, so that that kind of you take a big risk just by going straight up to them with those those, those dodgy hit areas, you know. There's uh, when you do you're on the first island that you're on, you go through the levels. When you finish that, you take you do a, like a little flying mini game. I don't know, you didn't get this far. I, I didn't get that far. No, I've I I I watched some videos of it because I okay. knew I was not going to get stuck. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, sort of the mode seven levels. Yes, so they're they're quite cool. They, they you just collect the gems. I think if you get a hundred gems, you get an extra life. So it's kind of like a sprite scaling kind of um, space harrier almost, just uh, spinning or dodging the spike balls that come up and grabbing the things. And then whenever you fall, that that's kind of like the bonus level. And then you go to another island, and it's a bit more um, open there. You got like, you got different routes to go. And the the old man says you've got to find all four of these uh, abilities these extra abilities before i'm going to let you progress but you can get them in any order so you can go down different routes and do different levels and there's sort of different mini levels along the way as well the bosses are really <laughs> really that tough. was yeah that was that's where i got stuck with it some the of them are, are bloody okay. woodlouse thing i don't know if he's meant to be a woodlouse you know the one i mean is oh that big the the big roly-poly the big roly-poly i think that's at the top of the tower yeah yeah, so you got that. Okay, so you got uh, yeah. that. Yeah, that was hard. It's uh, just a ma you're in a quite a small room, and there's this massive woodlouse type thing with an eyeball in the middle. He opens up and he fires projectiles at you. But the more you hit him, the bigger he gets. Yeah. And it's just like, it becomes almost impossible to avoid him. Oh, I did my head in, honestly. Yeah, very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, I, I must say, I did a lot of save stating from that point onwards, really. <laughs> I don't know about you. 
<laughs> I, I I kind of I kept going back to that bit because I I wanted to to play through it all. Yeah. But I got I ended up rage quitting on that. I think I yeah. just got I got so. And there's a bit because are we gonna are we talking about the tower? Yeah, we can talk about the tower. Yeah. There's a bit going up the tower. I mean, the, the, you go up this this great tall tower. And it's really this is this is the bit that reminded me because I've seen this tower on some. Like, like I said, I think it was Angry Video Game Nerd or something like that, yeah, yeah. where it was someone just getting absolutely enraged trying to make their way up this tower. And there's this bit where the blocks come in and out, and you've yeah. got to jump up them in, in uh, as they come out before they go back in again. Yeah, really tiny blocks. Yeah. yeah. It's just something in my brain that doesn't work with that gameplay mechanic. Oh, right. You know, on I have the same issue on um, Sonic 1 on Scrap Brain Zone. You know, you've got those little platforms that spin around and then they go flat and then they spin yeah. round. Yeah. I, I can't do them either. I just can't yeah. get in the rhythm of it. And it's <laughs> any game that has this... The, that mechanic where you've got to jump to the next, to the next, to the next in the in the rhythm of them going yeah, in and the out. Yeah, the platforms disappear in and out, yeah. Yeah, mm. and my brain just can't do it. I can't... And I was falling and falling and yeah. falling, and I said, "Yeah, I had the I had the same sort of difficulties. That yeah, that's where I really broke out the safe states. <laughs> I'm no shame in admitting it. You know, I try, I try. Whenever I try one of these games, I start out sort of, right. I'm not going to do safe states. I'm going to I'm going to try and do it with my own pure skill, and I'll get through the first couple of levels, and then sooner or later there will be a really annoying bit like that, and you just think, oh, just just one one safe state, just at the beginning <laughs> just, of this bit. Just, I'd no, like, just one, no one will know. No one will know. One safe state." And then the thing, as you get on, you just do, yeah, safe state here, safe state here. Oh, we've got one hit in the boss, safe state, safe Every state. Every time you move to a new screen, safe yeah, state. Safe state, yeah, it literally does get like that. And I think, well, I'm not really playing this anymore, but you yeah. know, to be fair, I don't have a lot of time. It's like we were saying earlier, you know, I don't have the time to fail <laughs> over yeah. and over again on the game. So it's kind of make, bringing more modern sensibilities to a retro game. I try to think of it as. Well, that's the thing. I, well, I was talking about Mortal Kombat earlier. In Mortal Kombat 11, they've yeah. got a th- an option on there now where you can skip a fight if it's too difficult. Oh. Okay. And you know, I'm 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 fine for you know I've I don't I've no objection to difficulty levels in games and things like that. Mm. But skipping a fight in Mortal mm. Kombat? No. Can no. you just do that over and over again if you want to? I think you can do it a limited number of times. And then I th- I think you can buy more skip skip level <laughs> options with like in game currency that you earn and yeah, things like that. I think but... that's a fair way of doing it. To be fair, I think I think always giving you that option because I've played games. I can't think of many off the top of my head, but there's definitely possibly even some Nintendo games where I think it was Donkey Kong Country Returns. I think you get you got oh, to a point got, like the, the help thing where it plays there's, it for you. Yeah, I think so. I, yes, I think that's right. I think it plays it for you. And it got to, to the later on the level. I kept using that more and more, and I'm just basically watching the gameplay itself. And I'm like, this is yeah. I might as well just watch this on YouTube. Um, so there's a balance to do yeah. to, to that thing. I, I think it's good that they let start lending those helping hands out nowadays because it is annoying when you're stuck on something. Well, you yeah. just want to get past, all you want to do is get past it to see what the next thing is. Yeah. It's a balancing act, I think, with that. But yes, so this this tower of of peril, <laughs> yeah. tower of peril, yeah. So you got there. Well, you got the boss. You must have got there in the end, I think. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I got there in the end. Yeah, but because you go up this tower, up the things, and then there's little rooms that you go into, little challenge rooms along the way. Yes. And they're a pain in the backside as well. Mm. Um, I've, the whole the whole tower thing is just an exercise in pain, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't quite finish it, but I think the next level I have to do. I think I'm only two or three from the end, but I think it's another tower. There is another tower at the end, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking not looking forward to that. I don't... Mm. <laughs> um, yes, but there. Once you get past the tower, there's quite a variety of levels. I don't know if you saw some of them in the YouTube. I did, but yeah, yeah. There's as you might have seen one of these. It's like an auto-scrolling flying level where you kind of you got a, kind of got an infinite jump. Your wings are out. And that's quite good because you're just kind of dodging enemies. Uh, there's the underwater level that was a bit annoying. Actually, it's kind of an underwater maze, and you've got to flip switches to change the currents of the water. And then you'll and then you'll go in the door, and then you'll turn up in another place. That's kind of annoying, but it's you know it's it's, it's a bit of variety. Uh, there's a level that reminded me of Mischief Makers. 
it had loads of like stacked blocks everywhere. You remember the mischief makers where the guy oh, was yes. in, oh, you're in my hospital, you know, because it's just a stack, a stack <laughs> of blocks around him. <laughs> Levels that look a bit like that, and you can actually punch those blocks to dissolve them and try and find ways through. But there's also these rolling enemies that go around the edge of the blocks. So you've got to be careful about them. There's like a wind updraft level where you've got to be careful about the different directions of the winds blowing so you don't fall through the sky. Uh, loads of things like that. So there's quite a lot of variety. Um, mm. And I think it was co- sort of common for platformers in these days to be kind of one note. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you play them and it's just like, it's just basic platforming really. You're just wandering around, punching people. and There's not a lot of variety to it. But it's, no, it's you've nice seen, to... seen the first level, you've seen the rest of the game basically. Exactly. But it is nice to see it, every level felt unique. Uh, once you get to a certain point in this game, and it's um, it's really cool because you, you're quite excited to see what they do next. Mm. Lots of nice little different environments and things. All the theme was quite co, you know, cohesive and that sort of Zelda-ish kind of uh, sort of ancient, ancient kind of Greekish maybe yeah. theme to it. You know, that sort of Greek mythology. Yeah, sort kind of, of mythology. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, the bosses as well. There's another. I <laughs> to talk about this. There's another annoying boss later on. That that the one we talked about earlier and this. This I would what I can only describe as a weird turtle dragon elephant thing <laughs> that is so it was so hard to predict its moves. You're in kind of like quite a long area and there's platforms and he sort of jumps around, but it's really difficult. And again, the hitbox is is so difficult to get close enough to him to hit him without getting hit yourself. Yeah, really hard. Yeah, lots of safe states used there. But then there's other bosses where I just did it almost immediately. I was like, oh. Really? That's over? <laughs> so it's a bit inconsistent. Uh, yeah, maybe they should have yeah tweaked it a bit so the easier bosses, you know, how we, <laughs> don't have the difficulty spike on the very first boss, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Just try that, yeah. You know, g- yeah. give it a try, see how you get on. <laughs> a lot of eyeballs in it, isn't there? Quite a lot of eyeballs, yeah. Yeah, big eyeballs. That's a bit of a theme to some of the bosses yeah. and things. Yeah, they like an eyeball. Yeah, there's like a thing doesn't uh, like a thing. It's made of eyes, and it spits out eyes. Mm. Well, what else would it spit out? Well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But you know, yes. woodlouse giant eye. Woodlouse giant eye. Yeah. I don't really have any any profound point to make here. I just noticed there's <laughs> a lot of eyes. There is. Uh, the music was quite nice. Reminded me of Chrono Trigger. I don't know if that's because. That's what a lot of SNES games sounds like, and I haven't played enough SNES games to <laughs> identify. But um, very, yeah, they're, they're similar sort of, um, what do you call it, instruments and yeah. instruments and things like that. Uh, nice enough sprite work. Looks look quite nice, you know. Nothing yeah, very nice about sprite work. Yeah, yeah. I did like the wall climbing move as well. You know, it uh, can yeah. give you quite a lot of variety. Uh, well, not variety, a lot of um, you know dexterity and things because it can climb most things. You can even climb platforms that are moving in a mm. later level. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I would have loved to have if they'd have sort of leaned a bit more into the the sort of acrobatic yeah. sort of platform in a bit because I think it really it, it's definitely got the the mechanics there to do that kind of thing. Yes, I think you, it's a bit like what I was talking about earlier with uh, Grapple Dog. Mm. It, 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 there could be a more bit more of a flow to the platforming, I suppose. Yeah, and a bit yeah, more sort exactly. of acrobatics and spinning and jumping and flipping. Yeah, and flow. Like that. That's exactly the right word, flow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's things you can do that are quite impressive. It, the, the wall climbing works a little bit like, I suppose, Knuckles' wall climbing in the, the Sonic, the classic Sonic games. But uh, you don't have to, because he glides into it. You have to double jump to do it. But he just, this uh, sky will just latch onto a wall as soon as you touch it, which sometimes gives the opposite effect to what you want. Sometimes you just want to jump against the wall and drop down. But he tends to like to hang on to them. So you've got to be aware of that. But, uh, you know, it, it does offer some platforming challenges and things that you don't normally get in games that don't have wall climbing. So, mm. yeah, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so it's some it's sort of a hidden gem, really. I don't yeah. hear many people talking about this game at all, really. I, I It doesn't come up much in like lists of SNES games and things like that. But it's, it's good. I think if it just fixed those collision problems and... Just smoothen out the difficulty curve. Smooth out the difficulty curve a bit. I think it could be really good. It would work really well as a as a current indie game. I think yeah. if you were to do a game like this, it'd probably end up being more of a Metroidvania, like you say, with all the different acrobatics and stuff. But you you can see something that looks like this and plays like this as a as a as a current indie game, couldn't you? Yeah, it'd for work sure. Work really well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's a, it's a nice game. The how long to beat? I think is two hours i think if you know exactly what you're doing 
So it's kind of a normal platformer length, I guess. You know, as we say, seventeen levels. They're sort of they, yeah, they vary, they vary in length, but you know, they're a few minutes at least. I mean, I hold my hands up and and say it could just be me being bad at the game, but I could have easily spent two hours just on the tower. So I don't know if I can <laughs> yeah. do the whole game in two hours. I think <laughs> I I think I've got about three levels left, maybe, and I've spent uh, over three hours, I think, on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think and it'll that's, take... And that's with some heavy state, safe stating, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll get a lot longer than two hours out of it, I think sure. so. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's worth two to three hundred pounds. I wouldn't no, go that far. No, I don't think any game really is, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, but... I, I struggle to think of any games that would no. justify that, but... No, but... Yeah, it's, uh, give it an emulate. I don't think it's on... Um, you know, uh, Nintendo. No, I don't think it's online. I think so. I don't think I don't, it's anywhere. No. I don't think it's anywhere. I didn't see it, so I don't think you should be feel guilty about getting a little ROM of it. Yeah, check it out. It's good. Okay, so what's next on the bottom up podcast tips? Ah, well, um, did you purchase the game that I recommended on Steam? I did purchase the game that you recommended on Steam. I think that we should give that a go then. Um, <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go um, on. We're going to be trying Voodoo Vince. Yay, cool. Um, yes. I mentioned it on the podcast ages ago because I, I came out on um, uh, Xbox One and it was on sale then on the on the Xbox One not xbox arcade now whatever it is the online xbox store yeah um and i bought it then and i mentioned it as one of the games i was playing so it originally came out on the original xbox way i was back gonna when. say is that where it came from originally yeah yeah um so yeah i think it's it's definitely got some some bottom up elements the sort of mm. games that we would we would like um and we both like 3d platformers so um yeah voodoo yeah. vince will be the game vince. of choice Look, looks good yeah i'm looking forward to it uh, yes, so that's good. Voodoo Vince will play that next month. So, in the meantime, if you want to contact us, you can do so podumup at gmail.com. We're yep. at podumup on Twitter, and podumup.live is our website. Yes. Is it still up? I've, I've got to check this, haven't I? I've, I've let it expire again, haven't I? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Have you paid for it? <laughs> um, no. Oh, probably not then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do it. By the time you hear this, it will be done. Yeah, okay. It's because I was thinking the other day, I think it was this time last year, like the Mischief Makers episode, which I think we did in October. I think we were talking about it, <laughs> about it then and how it was how we needed to pay for it again. Ah, uh, right. So that's what made me think of it. And then I looked on it and I thought, ah, oh, it's, it's gone already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, this is the same thing as last time, though. I haven't had any emails saying, oh, it's due to expire. I was going to say, like do they that. not send you emails? That's... They should do, I'd have thought. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going to name and shame what what registrar it is, but yeah, I haven't had any notification that it's due to expire, so yeah. I just kind of forget about it. But yeah, I'll sort that out today. Okay, cool. We'll have to remember in future then. The October time is when we need to pay for the the domain name. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a, a domain name like podumup.live, You know, that's like gold dust. You that's going to get snapped up if we don't sit gonna on. Going to be cyber so, yeah. squatters on that. You know, before you can shake a lamb's tail. Definitely. Is that an expression? Yeah, yeah I think so. So, I'll do that. Yeah, put them at the yeah. live. And, um... uh, you can catch all our episodes on there, hopefully. And, yeah, we'll see you next month uh, for episode 48. Yes. Of, it's getting, we're getting to the point where it's hard to remember what episode we're on. <laughs> yes. It's a bit like you get to that age, don't you, when you're, an age, when you're sort of our age as well, actually, when you think, oh, how old am I again? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I know, I know. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. It's my birthday. It's my birthday not long ago, and my my dad phoned me. He's mm. like, "Oh, happy birthday!" He goes, "You're what? You're forty eight now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not bloody forty eight. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm Gordon Bennett. Forty eight. I've never had anyone just out a whole ten years. No. I know, honestly. <laughs> Oh. That's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, lovely. Okay, but um, mm. yeah. So, oh yeah, 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 v- yeah. Vida Vince, um, is spooky Halloween special. Ooh. Mm. I think we'll have missed. We're quite far yeah. off Halloween by the t- by the time the next episode comes out. But yeah, ooh, ooh, spooky. <laughs> spooky November. Ooh. Gonna spook you solid with Voodoo yeah. Vince. Yes. Okay. Right. We'll uh, catch you next time then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.